Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. The message that this conveys is that unless things change, unless the arms race is reversed, we're heading toward this midnight from which there can be no relief. The doomsday clock has been set to 90 seconds to midnight, the closest it has ever been to global annihilation of the planet. The members of the Science and Security Board move the hands of the doomsday clock forward, largely, though not exclusively, because of the mounting dangers in the war in Ukraine. We move the clock forward the closest it has ever been to midnight. It is now 90 seconds to midnight. Hundreds of thank you are not hundreds of thanks. All of us can use thousands of wars in discussions, but I cannot put wars instead of guns that are needed against Russian artillery. It is in your power to guarantee such artillery and any aircraft defense that will crush terror. It is in your power to make that victory. So may your decisions hit accurately. Germany to provide Poland approval this week to send thousands of heavy battle tanks into Ukraine. We will also deliver battle tanks to Ukraine, Leopard 2 tanks. That is the result of a a very close and intense discussions with our partners, with our allies. Our aim is to deliver two tank battalions together with our allies. There are many countries that want to join in. We will coordinate it and include these countries. We will train Ukrainian crews here. Uh, We uh, will make logistics available, replenishment, and we will also allow partner countries to deliver these tanks. There are many citizens in this country that are worried because of uh, uh, this decision and the dimensions that uh, this uh, uh, type of arm brings about. Please trust us, trust the government. We are fighting a war against Russia and not against each other. Thank you. American lawmakers urge U.S. to ship Abrams frontline battle tanks to Ukraine. Reuters reports breaking. The Biden administration is leaning towards sending a significant number of Abrams M1 tanks to Ukraine. And the announcement of deliveries could start this week, U.S. official says. Today, I'm announcing that the United States will be sending 31 Abrams tanks to Ukraine, the equivalent of one Ukrainian battalion. Secretary Austin has recommended this step because it will enhance the Ukraine's capacity to defend its territory and achieve its strategic objectives. The Abrams tanks are the most capable tanks in the world. They're also extremely complex to operate and maintain. So we're also giving Ukraine the parts and equipment necessary to effectively sustain these tanks on the battlefield. Got a shocking video of scores of F-16s spinning around in the air in Denmark in an attack exercise on the Russians.
nuclear war. And George Soros has crawled out from under his rock or climbed up out of hell. Stories up on Infowars.com. George Soros urged use of Eastern European soldiers to reduce the risk of body bags for NATO countries in a New World Order article. They say New World Order. I'm afraid to ask, but what nuclear options does Russia have? Well, Russia has a lot of nuclear options, and so does NATO. And I don't think that either side would deliberately initiate the use of nuclear weapons. But the concern is that when you have a war, things get out of control sometimes. And there are many different ways in which this conflict yeah, spirals sometimes, into sometimes a things get out of war. hand uh, with war. Yeah, just look back at literally every war we've ever been involved in and the utter catastrophe of it. NWO pushes global catastrophe closer to the edge of midnight. That's the latest from band.videoinfowars.com. Stay tuned. Daily Dispatch in one minute. It's Thursday, January 26th, Year of Our Lord 2023. And you're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. I think it's time. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to The American Journal. I'm your host, Harrison Smith. Band.video, Infowars.com. Please do share those links. Get the word out there. Download the videos. Re-upload them yourself. We rely on you getting this information out, and that's what it's all about, after all. Uh, we have a pretty big show for you today. We'll be joined by Eden Bieber in the third hour to talk about some new revelations. He, of course, was the one who uh, discovered the secret contracts between Pfizer and other pharmaceutical companies and uh, the countries that they were selling their poison shot in. And... Uh, you know, he uncovered the actual language of the contract that exposed the indemnity that uh, Pfizer would enjoy. So he's got some new revelations for us. Revelations abound, folks. We also have Project Veritas coming out with an absolute bombshell undercover video showing Pfizer involved in potentially what sounds an awful lot like but may be legally distinct from gain-of-function research to create more viruses akin to uh, COVID-19. So just lots of revelations these days some uh, uh another hate crime hoax on the docket it's hilarious because the fox news article about this in particular one happened in a school in idaho you know the first words in the article are hate crime hoax semicolon you know white power spray paint was actually a hispanic gang or something and so i went this morning to search for hate crime hoax just thinking well it's it's in the title. It's at the first words in this article. It's a Fox News article, so it'll be at the top of the results in Google. Hit the news tab, and just searching hate crime hoax, you just get you get dozens of hate crime hoaxes. It's like impossible to find the one you're looking for because there have been so many over the recent years. It's a pretty hilarious phenomenon that we're dealing with, and uh, the latest is perhaps more ridiculous than all of the others combined. It's, well, typical these days. Uh, So lots to get into, lots of videos to show you. Uh, We'll play that Project Veritas. I'm just going to play the full thing if I can. It's about a 10-minute long video, but it's worth every second, so we'll watch that. And, of course, talk about the inexorable march towards nuclear annihilation that our so-called leadership has set us upon. All of that and more coming up today, but let's begin, as we do every day, with our Daily Dispatch. All right, here it is, folks, your Daily Dispatch for Thursday, January 26th, 2023. 
Yes, your daily dispatch, your daily delve into the demonic possession of America. Move over, Moses and Zoroaster. Manhattan has a new female lawgiver. Zagia's Zikander's now is a new statue crowning the courthouse of the Appellate Division of the New York State Supreme Court at 27 Madison Avenue. It's not the first time the court has changed the lineup of figures presiding over its rooftop, but it may be the first time that they've crowned this particular courthouse with such an utterly demonic looking crime against art. Just incredible stuff. Frenzied commuter and commuters in New York's Flatiron District have been stopped in their tracks in recent days by an unlikely apparition near Moses, Confucius, and Zoroaster. Standing atop the grandiose, uh, grandiose state courthouse is a shimmering golden eight-foot female sculpture emerging from a pink lotus flower and wearing Ruth Bader, Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg's signature lace collar. Uh, also, the devil horns and the creepy tentacles you might want to mention as well. Literally just repulsive. I, I don't know how anybody can look at this. But this is – you know what? You, you get rid of the statues of you know, Teddy Roosevelt marching on a horse and you replace it with this abomination. Just – I mean what other words could you use to describe this creepy transhuman tentacle monster demon goat-headed – Justice of the Supreme Court. <laughs> what? What? We've got like Moses, right? Led the Jews from Egypt. St- you founded the the religion of Judaism. Lawgiver, man of God, spoke one on one with God Himself. Like long beard, you know the guy. A beautiful statue, Confucius, lawgiver of the Chinese people, whose dictates still guide their lives to this day. A wise and you know studied man. Zoroaster, one of the oldest monotheistic religions in the world, a prophet of you know, ancient repute. And, and then you have uh, some sort of half octopus, half goat demon woman, uh, but she's the golden one, so she stands out. And of course, it's to honor uh, Ruth B- Bader Ginsburg's uh, contribution to the slaughtering of innocent babies inside their mother's wombs. Just demonic possession on an open you know, frame at this point. Stirring regally ahead with her hair braided like spiraling horns, the sculpture, installed as part of an exhibition that opened last week, is the first female to adorn the courthouse's tin plinths. Ugh. 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 Ladies. Ugh. Come on. What is wrong with you people? It's one of those – it's just one of those things, man. I, I don't I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is about – like the first, it's just you know the first they celebrate it, and then it's just like, but but why is it all awful? But why is why is every time you're celebrating some first, uh, it turns out that that first of whatever you're celebrating has to like resign in disgrace, or it's the the first statue, like you know, it just makes you think of the the little girl in front of the bowl statue, right? It's just like what a what a narcissistic, grandiose abomination, just. It's just disgusting, and I guess that's all there is to say about it. But no, it's. I think it's appropriate. I think it's an appropriate, you know, monument to women's reproductive rights. <laughs> I think it's. No, I think it's a very appropriate monument to women's reproductive rights. Yes, very appropriate. <laughs> uh, you people are gross.
Uh, moving on, Earth's core appears to have stopped spinning, liars say. I'm sorry, scientists say. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't believe this. Uh, according to a new study, the Earth's inner core appears to have stopped spinning. <laughs> yeah, press X for doubt. Uh, while that may sound bad, as Vice reports, scientists say it's actually not a big deal. <laughs> yeah, no big deal. The inner core of our planet stopped spinning, but it's probably fine. <laughs> There's uh, one of two things. Either this is the end of the world. Because the magnetic poles will no longer operate. The magnetic poles come from the uh, energy created by the spinning of the Earth's molten core. It's called which, a dynamo. Yeah, the dynamo, which, which creates the, uh, the shield that Earth is protected from solar rays and, and radiation from the sun, protected by the energy output of the magnetic poles, which is added. So either this is the end of the world or the scientists are full of it, but uh, – they seem to be thinking literally the opposite. They're like, it is happening, but it's not a big deal. Okay, my reading of this is it's not happening, but if it was, it would be the end of the world. So just a little, little switcheroo there. Measuring seismic waves from quakes deep beneath the surface, the researchers found the Earth's inner core may be experiencing a turning back in a multi decadal oscillation, suggesting that there was another turning point in the early 1970s. Okay, scientists. Sure. <laughs> okay. Yeah, right. People believe this, but you say COVID came from a lab and they're like, what? <laughs> yeah, I just, I don't believe it. I'm sorry. I don't. Do you have any concept of the amount of you know, energy you're talking about? And it just, it just decided to reverse one day. So is the earth conscious? Like, is it, did it make this decision? Or is this just something you think happens when some when a body in space is spinning? It just, just every once in a while stops and turns around. It's like something you'd read in Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy or something. Uh, moving on, UK becomes latest country to ban COVID boosters for under 50s. COVID booster doses will no longer be available to healthy people under 50 from next month, the government said. Has there ever been a time in history – I honestly want to know this question. Has there ever been a time in history where some something has gone so quickly from being mandated to being banned? Mandated to banned. No, no intermediary. It went from you have to get the jab or you're fired and you'll go to jail and you'll be quarantined and et cetera, et cetera, to uh, actually you're not allowed to get it because it's super deadly. It's banned. You're, you step away, sir. You're not allowed to get this anymore. It's only for the old people. Has anything ever in the history of humanity gone from being mandated to banned and nobody asked questions about it or seems to care ladies and gentlemen a very exciting development has just taken place i want to encourage you all to go to infowarstore.com and check it out for yourself because it is a very strong high quality formula down and out sleep support liquid is very fast acting taken out of the tongue it's got a very good dose of melatonin Passion flower, valerian root extract, lemon balm, and German chamomile. All of these compounds are documented on record to help give you deeper, cleaner, healthier sleep. And that is one of the biggest game changers out there with all the stress we have in this world. And we've got some other great sleep aids as well, and they're excellent. They're all different formulas. But this one is particularly the strongest one we have. So down and out, sold out for more than five months. It's now back available at InfoWarsStore.com. So get better, deeper rest, 
boost your immune system, and support the InfoWar with gallon-out sleep support at InfoWarStore. Like a rock thrown into a pond, your actions, even though they may seem little, have a massive ripple effect throughout time and space. We're actually winning the InfoWar. And when you realize that Bandot Video has hundreds and hundreds of censored directors and investigative journalists and talk show hosts whose information is beyond incredible, hundreds of medical doctors and scientists, all of them right now telling the truth at Bandot Video. Millions of people a day visiting Bandot Video. But you can take that information and cause a bigger ripple effect, an amplifying effect, and make sure it gets out to your friends, your family, your neighbors, and perfect strangers. You are the modern Paul Revere's. You are what takes our information and amplifies it. When you decide to take action, we as a species and as a race are invincible. So I thank you all for your past action, and I challenge you to redouble your efforts now because humanity and the children are counting on you. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Folks, welcome back. Continuing with our uh, daily dispatch here. Yes, the UK has become the latest country to ban COVID boosters for under 50s. The reason given by the GCVI, the government's vaccine advisory body, is because the transition continues away from a pandemic emergency response towards pandemic recovery. A number of countries have imposed similar bans on boosters for healthy under 50s, a trend that's been linked by observers to safety concerns, though public authorities have not confirmed this. The U.K. will continue to offer the first two doses to over 16s. Just no boosters. Just incredible. Incredible. Can you believe people are still getting the vaccine? I mean, my God, you deserve it at this point. Record lows and deadly snows sweep Japan. Iceland's coldest December for 50 years, plus cold Arctic skies produce a rare polar stratospheric clouds. Uh, Pretty incredible weather in the east these days. Asia's cold spell is intensifying, particularly in the east, where records are continuing to fall across the likes of China, the Koreas, and Japan. I believe China recently recorded their lowest temperature ever at negative 63 degrees, something like that. Pretty incredible stuff. Massive snowstorms in Japan. You also have uh, Iceland recording their coldest December of all time uh, because of uh, global warming, obviously. Obviously, it's because of global warming that everything's getting colder. Stop asking questions. Men can get pregnant. The vaccine makes you more likely to get the disease. Everything is backwards and stupid. Get used to it already. It's pretty wild. I mean, obviously, my... Uh, first instinct would be point to the massive and unrestricted multi-billion dollar program by the Chinese to literally change their own weather through cloud seeding and atmospheric heating and ionospheric uh, expansion that you know they're engaged in and are quite open about and are uh, do using to you know actively alter the natural progress of this enclosed weather system we call the environment. So that might have something to do with it. Or it could be because you don't eat bugs. I, I don't know. I guess we'll have to go to the experts on this one. Finally, we have this, and this is the uh, this is the story I was mentioning at the beginning of the show. And I want to pull up a uh, I want to pull up a little a little 
summary of what's going on by uh, Vincent James because he he phrased it really well. So I'll find that in just a second. The headline is hate crime hoax. Idaho police say white power graffiti on high school created by rival Hispanic gangs. An Idaho police chief is vowing to expose the suspects once they are uh, apprehended. I should have pulled it up beforehand. I knew it. I knew I was going to use this. I'll I'll find it later. But uh, Vincent James laid it out perfectly because basically what happened was a Hispanic kid was wearing a T-shirt that said brown power. Uh, he was or she was uh, you know, punished for dress code or just told, hey, you can't wear that shirt at school. Then all of the brown children in the school, all the Hispanic children in the school staged a walkout and did a protest and it became a giant thing as they demanded the right to say brown power and to wear brown power on their shirts. And then during all of this chaos, uh, somebody sprayed white power in graffiti on a local high school. And that, of course, was then investigated as a hate crime by the police who then figured out it was the hispanic rival gangs that were the ones doing it it's just what (laughs) What? and they say it's a hoax i don't know though i don't know i mean are you saying that just because someone's hispanic means they can't believe in white power that they can't be a white supremacist I don't know. That flies in the face with everything else you say all the time. Maybe it was one of those Hispanic white supremacists that we hear so much about. An Idaho police department determined that white power graffiti found at a local high school was not an act of hate, but an act of intimidation between two rival Hispanic criminal street gangs. (laughs) An act? What? An act of intimidation between two rival Hispanic criminal street gangs. Okay, so you've got two gangs of Hispanics, one of which intimidates the other by saying white power. Eh? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? At, at this time, detectives no longer believe the incident to be motivated by hate, but rather as an act of intimidation between two rival Hispanic criminal street gangs from Caldwell, the Caldwell Police Department said on Facebook. Detectives are basing this off evidence, video, and other factors discovered in the course of the investigation. School officials reportedly compared the phrase to a white pride shirt. According to the students who was told to remove the shirt, Brenda Hernandez – wait, what? No, it was not. It was a brown power, brown pride. I'm confused here. Uh, Caldwell High School principal Anita Wilson said at the time the school had a strict dress code compared to other school districts because Caldwell has a gang problem before and brown pride is associated with gangs. Well, you can't say that. Brown pride associated with gangs? How dare you? After the graffiti was found Thursday, the police chief denounced what at the time appeared to be an act of hate, saying we will not tolerate hate in our city. We will tolerate gangs. We will tolerate ethnically separated criminal gangs warring with each other, but not hate. But we will not accept white people hating. No, no. (laughs) And we'll ensure that whoever is responsible for this will be held accountable for their actions. It's just, you know. Are we sure they just didn't misspell white powder? Maybe, maybe right? they're, they they're were advertising. Gangs. Maybe they're they gangs. were advertising their cocaine. That's could a good have been question. A yard sale. Very well could have been. <laughs> hey, man, I sprayed an advertisement on the wall. <laughs> you spelled powder wrong, man. What are you doing? <laughs> you are hateful now. Uh, 
They provide an update on the graffiti vandalism believed to be a diversion tactic used by one of the Hispanic gangs in the area, uh, gangs in the area to avoid being caught by police and was possibly done to exploit the recent protest at Caldwell High School. Yes, yes, criminals are not stupid. They understand how to manipulate the uh, you know, cultural retardation of uh, law enforcement at this point. They understand that like the police don't care about Mexican gangs like killing each other on the street, uh, but if you say white power, then it's all hands on deck, full force investigation. We have to get to the bottom of this. <laughs> it's common for gang members to vandalize property in their attempts to create fear and intimidation within the community, the department said in its Facebook update for the case uh, Friday. But it's not hateful, so it's, so it's fine. It's not hateful, though, so it's fine, right? Criminal gangs roaming the streets, tagging places uh, to create intimidation and fear and you know, remind people that they're constantly surrounded by uh, a group of violent psychopaths that live outside of the law. Uh, but at least they don't hate, so it's fine. So it's good. It's good, actually. Police posted screenshots of surveillance footage from the night the school was vandalized showing individuals wearing black masks and hoodies standing near a wall. Like, again, it's just, just one of those things where it's like, all right, so if it was a white person that did it, it would be a hate crime. They'd probably go to jail. Uh, you'd, have, you'd have to have a, a big lockdown. Probably the entire school administration would be you know, uh, fired unless they agreed to implement some you know, white supremacy uh, uh, combating you know, classes where every teacher has to go through some training to inform them about how hate is wrong and white people are uh, evil and bad and, and should be destroyed. Hate is wrong and white people are uniquely evil and must be uh, eradicated from the planet. And then you just see like all these, it's like they're so, they were so terrified of this idea that somebody sprayed white power. Meanwhile, while they're investigating that, there are literal mobs of high school students waving brown power uh, signs, wearing brown power shirts, waving the Mexican flag, and protesting against their inability to wear brown power shirts. Just supremacy is everything but white, There's I guess. There's a war against our masculinity. There's a war in the environment, the food, the water, the air, the electromagnetics, the injections, to really cut us off from what God designed us to be. But through Mother Nature... The creator gave us compounds that can counteract what the globalists have done. And I got to tell you, all our supplements are great, but we've got a real game changer now. We've never put anything out this powerful. It's InfoWars Platinum, now exclusively available at 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com. This is private labeled three of the top best sellers in the country right now, but it's exclusively available under the brand name and private label of InfoWars Platinum at InfoWarsStore.com. It's HGH Boost Max. It's Pain MD. And it's 1776 Testosterone Boost. You owe it to yourself and your way of life and your well-being to try these out and fund the InfoWar. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're tuned in to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is The American Journal. We're going to open up the phone lines for calls uh, next hour, for sure. We'll be joined in the third hour by Eden Bieber. Eden Bieber. 
some uh, pretty major revelations about COVID-19. In fact, I think in the next segment, I'm going to go ahead and dedicate the whole segment to playing the latest from Project Veritas, where they have a employee of Pfizer talking very coyly about, you know, the way that they're breeding viruses to kill the whole world. Now everything they do is bad for everyone except for themselves. Isn't that so funny? They're like, yeah, we'll, we'll watch. We'll watch. It's, uh, it's, it's pretty great. He's just like, yeah, the revolving door of like politicians and, and Pfizer and like, you know, they're in these you know, positions of power and then, you know, they immediately leave and come straight to, to Pfizer and get great jobs. So, you know, they're not going to say anything bad about us. It's bad for America. It's bad for everyone except for us. And they're like, <laughs> it's so funny. It's so funny being the henchman of evil people. Really wild. Pretty crazy stuff. Yeah, I do have some good news here covering a story that we are one of the only outlets to actually dedicate energy and attention to but is probably one of the most egregious violations of the First Amendment to occur in my lifetime. That is AB 2098, the Californian law dictating that doctors have to say whatever the official experts from the government say or else they might lose their license to practice medicine. Just Nazi-level, like Soviet-level thought and speech control of doctors. So it's our health that they're risking with this but the good news is this aaron chiardi on um, md on twitter says judge just granted our request for a preliminary injunction against ab 2098 the gag order on physicians in california in our hague versus newsome lawsuit this effectively halts the implementation of implementation of this terrible law while while our case is being tried the ruling bodes well for our case it indicates that our arguments at this law is unconstitutional have strong pre-trial facial pl- uh, facial plausibility not to get ahead of ourselves, of course, or to try to predict the final outcome of this case, but this is a very positive development. So grateful to be a part of this superb and, uh, superb and courageous team of doctors and lawyers fighting for medical freedom and informed consent in California. One more detail here. The preliminary injunction ruling also establishes that we five physicians have standing to challenge the law. This is important because a similar challenge filed against AB 2098 was dismissed based on a ruling that the plaintiffs lacked standing. So I guess they say they uh, – Outstanding. So again, you know, you just keep asking the question, and I, I really don't know the answer to this. I really don't know what mechanism needs to be in place to prevent, like, I, yeah, I don't know. It's just, you know, I just don't know if our system is capable of handling the current level of infiltration that we're dealing with, right? This bill, AB twenty ninety eight is just a blatant violation of the Constitution, a horrifying intervention into health care by the government, threatening doctors with losing their license, which, again, if you... You know, doctors may be one of the only professions left that still has... that still requires the level of schooling and dedication... You know, it's like um, it's like Starship Troopers. You know, like to be a citizen in Starship Troopers, you had to go through a, a military. You had to join the military and go through. And they talk about how, like, in order to make citizenship valuable, their experience in the military has to be terrible, right? You have to like really sacrifice a lot 
in order to to gain citizenship because then once you have it, you're going to value it because you're going to think like I suffered and almost died for this. I'm not just going to treat it lightly. And like that's really – like doctors still go through that. The the money that they spend going to school, the amount that they are just crushed by the workload all throughout school. I mean you dedicate a decade of your life to becoming a doctor. You're going to do pretty much anything to not let that be stripped away. That's like stripping away 10 years of your life, right, to be disbarred or, you know, have your license taken and not be able to practice as a doctor anymore. It's like actually – it's a major threat. So, you know, they're weaponizing that, I guess, and just going, yeah, you dedicated, you know, 10 years of your life. You worked harder than anybody's ever worked. You sacrificed your – your pleasure and your your comfort and your you know relaxation times you've probably sacrificed relationships and you know you missed out on on really fun things that you could have been doing to dedicate your life to medicine uh, but if you you know say something that contradicts what we non doctors and the government say we're going to just strip that away from you and destroy it and make all of that time and effort that you put into it a complete and utter waste uh, so better just to just to make sure you you know, stick to the rules here. Just horrific, right? So, you know, the fact that this gets passed, the, the fact that we're having to get preliminary injunctions against this, like it's too, it's, I don't know if there's any coming back from this. I don't know if you can implement such a law because you have to have, you had to have the people who wrote the law. You had to have, you know, experts weigh in on it. You had to have, Everybody in the you know, assembly vote for it, and not one of these people had an issue, not one of these stopping points. Because this is the thing. Our governmental system is orchestrated to – or designed to um, like delay the ability of, of tyrannical measures to be put in. Right? People are like, oh, things are getting hung up in the Senate. That's what it's there for. That's the purpose of it. So like – you know, every with the checks and balances, it's all about like not letting the tyranny get put into place uh, in the first place. But once it's there, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess you can repeal a law, but you know, then they'll just come back with a slightly differently worded, or they'll come up with a different justification for it. So again, I don't know what the mechanism is for like attempted tyranny. But who would you who would you punish here? I mean, you've got the entire. You know, state senate of California, or, you know, state government of California, in favor of this. So, like, you know, what do you do about that? What do you do about the fact that not one of them was concerned at the fact that the government is demanding veto power over your personal doctor? It's wild, just wild destruction of our most basic, fundamental rights, like our very health care. They are willing to let you die. They are willing to let tens of thousands of people die so that they could have this control. Like what do you do about that? What do you do about that? Like if it was just if it was just a king issuing these orders and it was just one guy going, from now on, if you disagree with me as a doctor, you're going to be – you're going to have your license taken away. Then I would go, well, this guy sucks, and they would just like kill that guy. But what happens when it's – Hundreds and hundreds of people from every county in California all getting together in a big Congress, and they're all saying, if you disagree with us, then you know you lose your license as a doctor. What do you do when it's the entire government engaged in this tyranny? And what do you do when it passes and then you 
have to get a preliminary injunction and have to reverse a decision. And then next year, it's just the same bill is on the floor and they, and they approve it again. And you have to go through the whole thing again. Like, how do you, how, like, how do we do, what do we do? What do we do here about this? I think, you know, things might work themselves out because if this is a California state law, right? Wouldn't, wouldn't medical professionals who took their job seriously not operate in California, driving the cost of healthcare even higher in California? And then, you know, it would lead them to repeal this or you don't think that that would be the case? I don't think the failure of programs has ever once caused liberals to reverse their case. I mean, California is sort of the, the perfect example where they're like, oh, we have we kind of have a homeless problem. Let's spend 10 billion dollars on f- fixing homeless. And by the end of the 10 years and the 10 billion dollars, you have five times as many homeless and it's destroying your state. So like everything they implement backfires. Everything they implement makes things worse. They never reverse it. They never realize their mistake and, and reverse it. What they'll if that happens, what they'll do is they'll make a law to prevent doctors from leaving California. Remember they did that? Remember they were trying to like collect California taxes for people that had already left the state? That's what they'll do. Like they suck. In early 2022, InfoWars launched a very important fundraiser that kept us on air. Your support of that fundraiser is the reason we are still here today fighting the globalist and having incredibly successful results. So I thank you for your past support. Now that was a three-coin series, the founding member coin. The final coin that we're putting out for a long time is the Teddy Roosevelt Man in the Arena coin, exclusively available at 1776coin.com. There are only a few thousand of the coins left. And yes, there's a markup on the coins because that's why it's a fundraiser. And the coin is a collector's item memento of your support during the Second American Revolution. So if you want to get one of these coins, they're going fast, and you can get $30 off on the coin with promo code 1776 at 1776coin.com. Thanks for keeping us on the air. I'm pointing my finger at you, and I'm also pointing it right back at myself. You forget to take your multivitamins. You forget to take your vitamin D3. You forget to take your Brain Force Plus. You forget to take DNA Force Plus. You forget to take DX3. And you know it makes your life better. And you know it makes you healthier. And you constantly forget. And when you remember to do it, you're a lot healthier. This stuff will blow you away. Plus, it funds our operation. we got the biggest sale of the year going right now at InfoWarsStore.com with promo code 1776. Go to InfoWarsStore.com and use promo code 1776 to get up to 60% off on these best-selling products. The lowest deal is 40%. Most of the sales are 60 or 50% when you use promo code 1776. There's too many products to tell you about them all. They're all kick-ass. They keep us on the air. Please continue to support, and I love you, and I thank you. 1776 at InfoWarsStore.com. Listening to the American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, folks. I just saw this from, uh, from our boy, uh, Robot Polisher, on Twitter. It's, uh, it's the, the left's attempt to, to meme. Ooh, it's not a good one. The anti-vaxxers keep saying dumb things like vaccines aren't 100% effective, so they're useless. Parachutes aren't 100% effective either, but wearing one is a damn good idea. Don't you love how they just make things up? 
that you've never said and then say that you say them in order to disagree with them. I've never said the vaccine isn't 100% effective. I've said it's, it actively makes you more likely to get the disease, more likely to die from the disease, more likely to be hospitalized from the disease. If we're using the, the parachute uh, you know, metaphor here, this is, this is people jumping out of an airplane with a giant metal ball collared around their neck. Or and they're just parachute. like, it's called a parachute. Or a parachute that hasn't been folded, hasn't been tested, right, to see if it was folded. Nobody made the checks to make sure that the, uh, the parachute was strung up correctly in the backpack. But even in that case, you, you know, there's, the parachute still might work. Like this is the, – the vaccine just – it doesn't just not work. It doesn't just not work 100 percent of the time. It actively makes it worse, right? So it's got to be something that – when you jump out of an airplane makes you less likely to survive, right? It's not just a, it's not just a malfunctioning parachute. It's like, yeah, we're all going to jump out of this airplane and, and you're going to have your hands cuffed behind your back and, you know, dynamite taped around your head. What? You don't trust the science? It's just like, all right. Okay. That's fine. Of course, it gets even worse. Uh, Project Veritas yesterday released an absolute, I know we use this word a lot, but it's a real bombshell. This is a nuclear bombshell. This was an absolutely huge undercover get by Project Veritas. Uh, Dr. Eli David on Twitter says, Project Veritas exposed what's probably the most important story on Pfizer and COVID. But if you Google it, what do you get? You get Google thinking about it. Well, it, it, gee, it looks like these results are changing pretty quickly. We, we're just not really sure what you're talking. Oh, you mean the you mean the video that's gotten millions of views since it was posted late last night, uh, exposing Pfizer and Project Veritas? Well, gee, I just you know, just give me a minute. Just give me a minute. Let me search for it. T- tell you what, check back in tomorrow or a week, and I'll see if I can find it. <laughs> it's just it's our culture is just replete with it. Like I, again, I don't know. I don't know how we solve this short of just hellfire, right? Literally everything is backwards. Literally everyone is in on it. Big corporations, the pharmaceutical companies, the governmental oversight boards, the government itself. They're voting on laws that make everything worse. They're being implemented by NGOs that make everything worse. They're supported and, and lied about by the media, just making everything worse. It's just everything, just everything, everywhere, everything. It's um, it's a war against humanity, and it's from every different angle. So Google doing their part to try to suppress this video. We're going to go ahead and play as much of it as possible. The whole video is about 10 minutes. It can be found on the Project Veritas site, YouTube, uh, Twitter, assuming it hasn't been taken down yet. Again, we're going to play as much of this as possible. I do want to remind you before we go to it to go to InfoWarsStore.com to support everything that we do here, uh, which is mostly just be right about everything. Support the people that have been right about literally everything the entire time. And I don't even say that as a brag. It's just support the people that have the ever so rare ability to simply see reality and then – figure out what's going on like it's so simple it's so easy but nobody else is doing it so please support the one outlet that still has its head on straight and still actually has some sort of principle that we stand on that is human freedom and liberty peace and justice in the american way please for the love of god we are surrounded and they're closing in support Infowars 
now or never. That's really what it is. Now or you'll never be able to. So get your get your ultimate bone broth. Ultimate bone broth is back. It's been improved. We have uh, it's been added to a whole bunch of different ingredients that make the absorption better. That uh, you know give you sustained energy and really let you maximize your workout. Ultimate bone broth plus. And again, just like everything else, we didn't have to invent some new thing here. We aren't fabricating new molecules in some lab somewhere. We are using the power that nature gave us and that, you know, wives and grandmothers have known for all of time, bone broth, right? Jam-packed full of healthy nutrition uh, is one of the best and, and healthiest things you could ever eat. And uh, all we're doing is going back to the basics, going back to tradition and weaponizing it for the needs of the modern world. Ultimate Bone Broth Plus is, uh, was it 25% off right now at InfoWarsStore.com, which is a pretty big discount. And it's been out for years and it's back now. It'll probably sell out pretty dang quick if I had to guess. Ultimate Bone Broth Plus now available at InfoWarsStore.com. Without any further ado, here is the latest from Project Veritas where they have a employee of Pfizer bragging and laughing about how they are in cahoots with the federal government to bring about misery and suffering in the American people. And they laugh about it. Let's watch. Pfizer ultimately is thinking about mutating COVID? Well, that is not what we say to the public. No. Don't tell anyone that's going You got to publish, don't tell anyone. You got to publish, don't tell anyone. We're exploring, like, now, you know how the virus keeps mutating? Yeah. Well, one of the things we're exploring is, like, why don't we just mutate it ourselves so we can, uh, we can create undefined developed new vaccines, right? So we have to do that. If we're going to do that, though, there's a risk of, like, as you could imagine, no one wants to be having a pharma company mutating viruses. It be, like, very controlled to make sure that this virus that you mutate doesn't create something like, you know, it goes everywhere. Something crazy. Is the way that the virus started and moving on. To be honest, like, it's, it makes no sense that this virus popped out of nowhere. Like, yeah, I know. Meet Jordan Tristan Walker, a director of research and development strategic operations and mRNA scientific planning at Pfizer. It sounds like gain of function to me. I don't know, it's a little bit different. I think it's different. It's like, there's... It's definitely not gain of function. It sounds like it is. I mean, it's okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. The directed evolution is very different. Yeah. Well, you're not supposed to do gain of function research with the viruses. Like, yeah. They recommend not. But you do, like, these, like, selected directional mutations to try to see if you can make more potent. Yeah. So there, there is research I'm learning about that. I don't know how that's going to work. There might not be any more outbreaks. It's like, Jesus Christ. The gentleman seems to have absolutely no moral compass at all. Okay. Okay. Government officials. It's pretty good for the industry, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's bad for everyone else in America. Why is it bad for everybody else? Because if the regulators who have to approve our drugs know that once they stop being a regulator, they want to go work for the company, they're not going to be as hard for the company. You know, hearing as well. If this is the quality of individuals within Pfizer that are making these huge decisions that uh, risk global public health, it's profoundly corrupt. Pfizer doing, I guess, to optimize, you know, the vaccines now? Oh, we actually have a meeting about that today, so there's a lot. Really? They're doing, uh, I don't know if I should say this. <laughs> Our undercover journalist asked Walker how Pfizer is handling the fact that their COVID vaccines are ineffective against virus variants. What he said is disturbing. Listen to this. 
We're exploring, like, now, you know how the virus keeps mutating? Yeah. Well, one of the things we're exploring is, like, why don't we just mutate it ourselves so we can, we can create develop new vaccines, right? So we have to do that. If we're going to do that, though, there's a risk of, like, as you could imagine, no one wants to be having a pharma company mutating fucking viruses. Yeah. <laughs> so okay. we're like, do we want to do this? <laughs> so that's, like, one of the things we're considering. Okay. Like, the future, like, maybe we can, like, create new versions of the vaccines and things like that. Okay, so Pfizer ultimately is thinking about mutating COVID? Well, that is not what we say to the public. No. That's why it was, an, it was a thought that came up in a meeting and we were like, why, why do we not? It was like, we're going to consider that. There'll be more discussions. Okay. That exact reaction, right? We're like, wait a minute. Like, people won't like that. That's right. It appears that Pfizer is internally discussing the possibility of mutating the COVID virus themselves in order to tailor a vaccine to sell to the public. Listen to Walker describe in detail just how they would conduct such a scientific experiment. First, in living animals. So the way that we're thinking about it, don't tell anyone this. You got to publish your own You got to publish your own So um, the way it would work is like we put them in the virus in these monkeys. Okay. And then we successively like cause them to keep infecting each other. And we collect serial samples from them. And then the ones that are more infectious, like the virus, we'll put them in another monkey. And you just constantly actively mutate it. That's one way. Okay. Or you can even do like directed like simulation, which like we and then you just sample what the different like um, like uh, proteins on the surface of the virus look like over time. Okay. And then you can see the mutation. And then you can kind of force it to mutate in a certain way you want. Okay. But you have to be like very controlled to make sure that this virus that you mutate doesn't create something like you know it goes everywhere. Something crazy. Is the way that the virus started and moved around. To be honest, like it's, it makes no sense if this virus popped out of nowhere. Like yeah, I know. COVID virus experimentation on live monkeys. This is unethical, to say the least, and Walker describes those experiments as if they are ongoing and not simply Total a hypothetical discussion. M- moral black hole operating at the highest levels of our country in every different facet of our existence. Like a rock thrown into a pond, your actions, even though they may seem little, have a massive ripple effect throughout time and space. We're actually winning the info war. And when you realize that Bandot Video has hundreds and hundreds of censored directors and investigative journalists and talk show hosts whose information is beyond incredible. Hundreds of medical doctors and scientists, all of them right now telling the truth at Bandot Video. Millions of people a day visiting Bandot Video. But you can take that information and cause a bigger ripple effect, an amplifying effect, and make sure it gets out to your friends, your family, your neighbors, and perfect strangers. You are the modern Paul Revere's. You are what takes our information and amplifies it. When you decide to take action, we as a species and as a race are invincible. So I thank you all for your past action, and I challenge you to redouble your efforts now because humanity and the children are counting on you. You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch live right now at band.video. Folks, we still have a lot to talk about in today's show and a lot of videos to show you as well. We'll take your phone calls this hour and be joined by Edin Biber in the third hour with some more revelations about the true scale of deception that was involved in the rollout of the vaccines. Lots of big news still coming up. Let's talk a second about fact checks, shall we? I'm going to bring this up because of the 
Antifa riots that occurred in Atlanta and Boston and several other uh, major American cities just this last week with, again, hilarious, like, the media. I mean, again, even after all this time, they are still literally saying they're in front of a burning police car being like, this protest was totally peaceful and nonviolent. And there's just, like, people being shot in the background. Uh, so much so that the mayor of Atlanta had to come out and be like, these are domestic terrorists that are destroying our city. Stop covering for them. Of course, they didn't, and they continued to, uh, you know, lie about it. And, I mean, the whole thing was predicated on a, on a hoax in the first place with the police shooting of a guy who shot at them first. As the, anyway, it's all nonsense and stupidity as, as it always is. But it reminded me of the story that we broke way, way back before Black Lives Matter 2020, you know, before any of that. It was like 2018 or something that uh, we discovered the Friends of Democracy documents that showed that um, it's either Alexander or Jonathan Soros – uh, George Soros's son uh, has this group called Friends of Democracy, and it was the organization and tactics and pre-planning for a riot in Baltimore where they said explicitly that their number one goal is to create a feedback loop in which violence from the protesters brings in more police and more police brings more violence from the protesters, a feedback loop eventually requiring intervention from federal forces. That was their stated goal of the people organizing it, and it was it was basically how Antifa is organized, how they run their operations to create the most amount of chaos and havoc in order to you know bring about the, the state of uncertainty and, and, again, just chaos that they can then take advantage of. And nobody ever – Said it was fake. Nobody ever came out to say, hey, that's my name on there, and I never wrote that. But because it had people's signatures, it, it named them. I mean, it was everything, right? Friends of Democracy was the name of the document. So I was looking up these, this document again last week as um, Antifa was up to their old tricks. And I came across this fact check from Reuters. It's a very good example of the manipulation that they are engaged in. Fact check. This is from June 3rd, 2020. Protesters were not issued instructions from Friends of Democracy PAC. Images circulating on social media appear to show instruction manuals for George Floyd protesters accidentally dropped during the uh, demonstrations. This claim is false. What's false about it? Can you guess? Do you have the supervision? Can you see through like X, like Superman's x-ray vision? Can you see the truth for what it is? What was wrong about it, and they say this, is that it wasn't George Floyd protesters because these documents were out before George Floyd. And they weren't dropped during a demonstration. They were found in the bedroom of an Antifa member by his brother who then posted them to 4chan. So again, it's like the documents are real. The, the things that the documents show being planned actually happened, and it was the Freddie Gray riots back in 2012 or 2014 or something. So all of that's true. Then they do a fact check saying it's false because they asserted that the claims were that it was George Floyd protesters in 2020 and it wasn't. So this is the way fact checks works these days. And, of course, they, they uh, mention us here. Uh, it was part of a larger instruction manual posted online at least as far back as 2018 by outlets like InfoWars in which it alleged a f- uh, funding conspiracy related to protests after the death of Freddie Gray in April 2015. One version of the claim featured a longer document that can be seen in this uh, Twitter post. Uh, 
the longer document entitled BWI 0411815 in reference to Baltimore, the place of Gray's death and subsequent protest. So again, they have the planning. Then you can see the protest. It actually did happen exactly as it was planned. And then they come out and say, actually, this is false. Uh, Fact check, not true. Pants on fire because... You're watching The American Journal. Watch live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, folks. Second hour of American Journal has begun. We'll open up the phone lines for your calls this hour. The number to dial is 1-877-789-2539. 1-877-789-2539. Give us a call now at American Journal. Support us by going to InfoWarsStore.com. I look forward to hearing from our audience. We'll be joined by Edin Biber in the third hour. You know, I was really just bringing up the fact check thing from Reuters because it segued into a different story I wanted to cover. But I realized we really haven't covered this since we first broke the story in 2018. And it may be worth it to remind our audience that isn't aware of how these things are orchestrated, uh, just how illuminating this document series is. So again, this was – I think I'm the first one to, to bring this to the public. This was in 2018, just a year after I started working here. It was one of the first things that I like went on air to, to do. And basically I happened to catch the original post on 4chan of this guy who said I went – You know, my brother is, is really high up in Antifa. He thinks he's a badass. He thinks he's like some secret agent that's like working to overthrow a fascist regime. And he's like, so I broke into his room, and I think he said he broke into like a safe of his and found these documents that showed the orchestration and organization of the Freddie Gray riots. And so again, Reuters says literally as a fact check, false. These documents were not provided to George Floyd protesters, which is hilarious because we made this claim in 2018, which is before anybody had ever heard of George Floyd at all. Two years before that. So St. George Floyd. Saint, I'm sorry. St. George Floyd. Uh, blessed be his name. Peace be upon him. So like it's, you know, we make these claims about the Freddie Gray riots of 2015. They come out and say absolutely false. Not true. These were not provided to George Floyd protesters. It's like, well, we didn't say that. So who are you fact checking exactly? But it's just the way they do it. Because the reality is what you can understand from them fact checking the idea that these were given to George Floyd protesters and saying they weren't given to George Floyd protesters is that they were, by implication or by you know, leaving this out, they were given to Freddie Gray protesters. These are legitimate documents. They have nothing to say that they aren't, so they tack on an extra claim that we never made, and then they debunk that because they can't debunk the original claim because the original claim is true. The Action Oversight Executive Committee, so Friends of Democracy there at the top, Confidential Level 7, AB-G, uh, Swift transition from AOC playing to implementation by friendly operators in BWI is in part to seize as much momentum as possible from the current civil unrest in the BWI area. Friendly officials in various administrative agencies for BWI have told us to expect law, uh, large law enforcement response to our operations. Please refer to Action BWI 04-1315 documentation on recommended practices when encountering LE and hostile forces. Operators in Ox Ops must be in constant contact via 328BG comms provided by the uh, AOEC. So again, you can see why somebody that would get this would have the feeling that they're involved in some sort of military operation because of the words that they use, because the, they, you know, they use these terms like OPSEC, agit orgs. 
right? All of these um, these phrases that are, are meant to convey that this is a uh, serious and, and military operation, but there's there's so much here to to dig into, right? Friendly officials in various administrative agencies for VWI have told us to expect a large law enforcement response. So again, if our federal government or or any aspect of our government was actually interested in digging down and figuring out who the people and organizations are that are causing domestic terror, that are causing strife, that are causing death and chaos across this country. They wouldn't be chasing down 60-year-old farmers who wandered through the Capitol one day. They would be figuring out who the friendly authorities are in these administrations that are feeding information to the well-funded billionaire activist groups that are then organizing their uh, craphead loser Antifa foot soldiers to weaponize them against law enforcement. I mean, you know, this is the frustrating part. This document alone would give any investigative body just everything they need. The names are on it. The people are on it. And and again, it's almost impossible to even imagine how this could be uh, fabricated because you've got signatures that are all very clearly from different hands, different people sign these. So unless this was like a, an organized false flag from a, a bunch of different people working on this, uh, but why you would go through all this work. And also, again, you can see this plan and then you can go back to the actual riots and see how this plan act was actually carried out. So they literally have like staging areas, Alpha 2, Gamma Prime, Delta 8, Alpha 4, demonstration. You have like where they're going to go. Uh, they basically have – and again, it's, you know, it's like a pyramid, right? So you've got organizers at the top who then issue orders to their uh, like commanders who then manipulate the people on the ground that don't even know they're a part of this movement and a part of this group. Uh, primar- like, so basically you've got like a bunch of you know, college students and, and you know, uh, loser 28-year-old white guys like orchestrating a bunch of like black high schoolers to go attack the cops, um, and it's all organized by this. Right. So agit orgs, right. Agitating uh, agitation organizers. That's what agit org means. We are expecting possible injuries, if not from today's action, then very likely from action. uh, You know, then they give a different date. Right. 2015, the 25th of um, April. Agit orgs have designated operators to serve as ad hoc medics when necessary. Consult page 14, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Here are their post-action objectives. Their primary objectives are agitation of local civilian population, right, piss people off, escalation of civil unrest in BWI area, cause chaos, cause violence, right? I mean this alone, anybody who is in possession of these documents or can be traced back to these documents, if you were to unleash the full investigative powers of the federal government, you could identify and dismantle this entire network in an afternoon. They could all be in jail and and then we could have peace and we wouldn't have thousands of extra dead black people because of the defund the police movement. You wouldn't have cities, entire cities burned. You wouldn't. You also wouldn't have January 6th because you wouldn't have set the precedent over that year of it's okay to go you know, destroy buildings. So, I mean, all of this could have been prevented. All of this is easily reconcilable uh, if the government was actually interested in investigating the actually well-organized, orchestrated sowers of chaos as revealed in this document. But continuing, one of their other primary objectives is the provocation of hostile law enforcement and BWI officials, right? Provocation. They're poking you in the eye. They're crying out in pain as they strike you, right? They are doing things on purpose to get law enforcement to be violent against the little unknowing black foot soldiers that they have 
un- unwittingly, you know, working for George Soros, uh, you know, who sit- are wound up and on drugs and carrying weapons. Of course, and and I mean, we even saw this on video in the George Floyd protest, where you had like guys just like handing bundles of cash to little like black kids that are like twelve years old, and then those black kids run off and like light stuff on fire. Remember all those videos that we saw? Like this is still going on. It's it's still happening at a really high level. And it's not just people in the government and the administration that is feeding them information about how the response to the riots is going to uh, how it's going to look, so they can you know maximize the chaos that they're sowing. You also have people in the media that are in communication to go, hey, we're going to have chaos here, so make sure no cameramen are there to see it right then. While while we're doing this, maybe you should be over here filming this peaceful part that we've organized, right? So. And again, this was another thing that on Hot Mike you had uh, agitators from Chicago going to Michigan, and then like they don't realize that the camera's on, and they're talking to MS, uh, you know, NBC producers, and they're like, "Hey, yeah, I'm uh, I'm friends with uh, your other producer lady, and yeah, we're organizing to you know do all of this. I'm from out of state, actually. Like all all of this is breaking the law. All of this is coordination and, and organization between uh, the media, the administration, the billionaire NGO activists, and the unwitting foot soldiers of the." You know, psychopath pedophiles. So their secondary post-action objectives would be escalation of law enforcement deployment in the BWI area, right? Escalation. They want more cops to respond. They want to create violence so more cops have to uh, show up. Galvanization of, uh, uh, galvanization of friendly and useful allied organizations, creation of an environment where organic conflict can grow. These are the people that say they're loving and love democracy. They want organic conflict. It's, un, you know, it's... It's not as efficient if you have to fabricate the conflict. They want it to grow organically. Their tertiary uh, goals would be recruitment up to the discretion of agit orgs, seeding of other organic actions in other locations in the U.S. But their ideal, their number one goal of this is for civil unrest to lead to the deployment of martial law-like policies for BWI, creating a feedback loop. They want to create violence to bring in more cops, to cause more violence, to bring in more cops. This has been the plan the whole time. Reuters tried to fact check it and couldn't disprove it. You want to beat the new world order? You want to stop their globalist agenda? Well, so do I. And I've been the most effective individual in the fight against the globalist. And I've got their number and I know how to bring them down. But ladies and gentlemen, I can't do it without your support. And the good news is we're only under about $200,000 a month. Bad news is the enemy is intensifying their attacks on every front, but I'm not going to back down. And I'll never give up, but I could give out. So please keep me on the field. Keep me on the front lines against the enemy while getting great products at the same time that will empower you and your family. Infowarsstore.com for the best supplements and more. Or just make a straight donation, big red banner at the top of Infowarsstore.com, and that way all the money goes towards the fight, not part of it going towards product cost. But I thank you all for your support. Please commit now to go to Infowarsstore.com and get great products and make donations. I thank you for your support. Now take action. The globalists are counting on you not taking action. The eugenicists over 100 years ago were very public about their plans. They financed major universities. They ran full-page stories and advertisements pushing their propaganda in the New York Times, other major newspapers. That the family as we know it is a bad thing and must be ended. And the first step in that is getting women out of the household and teaching women that cooking dinner and taking care of your sons and daughters and husbands is a bad thing. And I was just sitting here tonight making dinner for my daughter, my four and a half year old daughter. My wife makes dinner a lot of times, but I like to make it as well. I love to make breakfast. And literally, it's the funnest thing on earth to make food for your family and be nurturative 
and then all sit down together and have that communal event. And that's what the system is attacking and bombarding, is our normal biological actions are coming together. They really are sick, evil, scientific cult of filth that want to domesticate us and turn us into lab rats. We cannot let this continue. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Folks, we'll go back out to your phone calls, or we'll go out to your phone calls here momentarily. Again, in case people don't realize how how orchestrated all of this is. Again, this this purports to be the uh, scanned and stolen documents from a group that calls itself Friends of Democracy, uh, describing that their ideal outcome in orchestrating the Baltimore riots after Freddie Gray uh, is that civil unrest leads to the deployment of martial law-like policies for BWI, creating a feedback loop, additional action opportunities, easy identification of enemies and allies, sympathy from media outlets, emphasis on television media. All right, so it's all a big game they play. Point of contact to DA Donnelly. Do not name this individual in any comms or in person. This does not leave this document. They have uh, rules about the uh, behavior. Uh, Closed fists may be used only below the neck and above the belt. Uh, Open hands may be used wherever. Kicking is not permitted unless provoked with no other recourse. Do not reach for law enforcement weapons or make any moves that could be misconstrued as reaching for their weapon. General behavior, do not congregate with other ops or ox ops in groups of more than two. Do not make prolonged eye contact or speak with more than two other ops or ox ops. If you must speak with other ops or ox ops directly, please do so via 328BG comms. Which I imagine are just like, um, you know, radio communications. When not in crowds, keep hands out of pockets, keep them visible, avoid being caught in open spaces, stick close to other locals participating in the demonstration. Right? These are the the agents that are working to create the chaos and the um, atmosphere for violence, uh, but they want to blend in with the rest of the people that were actually, you know, there to to legitimately protest. Do not spend too much time on your radio communications. Use it sparingly. We're trusting you to act independently as much as possible. Navigate only the provide uh, the protected corridors. Stick to your personality profile assignment. Uh, as of props, do not bring anything to the demonstration. You may only engage in the use of props if other local demonstrators have already done so. Bottles, rocks, sticks, and other small blunt objects are permissible as long as the use of props has already occurred amongst other demonstrators. Aggressiveness. Agit orbs will uh, update you before mobilization on signs and codes used to identify friendly law enforcement and BWI officials. So they literally – I don't know if they're wearing ribbons of some sort or if they have some sort of code word that they share. That was all done on the you know personal levels. They don't even have that in the document. That's the next level of uh, secrecy up. But clearly they have uh, law enforcement who's aware of – this and is helping to coordinate it. So literally you've got law enforcement and administration f- officials in the city cooperating with the violent rioters to orchestrate the violent riots that then bring about martial law. That's what they say is their ideal outcome of this, the feedback loop. So again, this is all just like orchestrate. You want to talk about orchestration. You want to talk about you know what's happening on the streets being a big show for everybody. Like this is the script we're reading. Agit orgs will 
relay orders from nearby AOEC representatives when it comes appropriate to escalate. Remember, timing and assignment of escalations is determined by conditions on the ground and intelligence from LEs channeled through AOEC. So again, they are in active communication with law enforcement going, okay, now's the time. Ramp it up. Ignite the violence. If the uh, determination has been made to escalate, specific instructions will be relayed via the 328BG. Only escalate per those instructions if and when they come. Uh, the disper- and then, of course, they have the uh, disbursement of funds, initial disbursement of funds prior to action. If you have not already s- received this disbursement, please reach out to the designated point of contact. Uh, final disbursement of funds will come at some point in the future. Um, do not report this income to anybody. We've coordinated with relevant tax authorities and accounting firms to assure that funding is distributed through appropriate channels to preserve OPSEC, uh, operational security, that is. Uh, failure to properly abide by the terms of funding will result in your expulsion from future actions. And they make a point to um, bold that, underline it, capitalize it, right? Very important that these people not like put it on their taxes. Oh, I was paid to orchestrate a riot because then the government can't pretend not to know what's going on. Incentives are offered during demonstrations. Displays of leadership or bravery can earn you bonuses based on your merit. Uh, as with previous Friends of Democracy actions, incentives are limitless, and we encourage exploration. So again, uh, this document alone could well, bring down the city of Baltimore, bring down the NGOs that are orchestrating and organizing all of this. And uh, again, I've seen no evidence that this is fake at all. You have, you have like one or two people denying it. You have people from like other organizations also called Friends of Democracy being like, that we never made this. And it's like, well, n- no, you're a different organization than the one that made this. Uh, but, you know, the only fact check that they can, you know, claim is they claim that it's false that this was given to uh, George Floyd protesters. No, it was given to Freddie Gray protesters. Uh, this was all in the buildup to the George Floyd riots, which I'm sure also had this exact same thing, but maybe they got a little spooked that you know we found out about it and uh, decided to change it up a little bit, change up the way they do things from now on. So uh, just so everybody knows, the conspiracy is real. The riots are orchestrated. The violence is purposeful. The feedback loop is already having its desired effect, and the people who participate in these riots and um, so-called protests uh, are the actual, you know, insurrectionists actually engaged in a violent coup against the United States with the participation of the authorities in charge, cooperating with the uh, domestic terrorists. Pretty incredible stuff, but there it is. Let's go out to your phone calls now. Sean from California, you want to talk about the current Project Veritas bust? Thanks for calling in, Sean. You're on the air. Hey, Harrison. Good morning to you once again. Good morning. Um, I wanted to kind of uh, touch on something, but you guys have hit so many points. I almost want to go off the rails with all the other points. So I'll keep it really uh, simple here. Uh, Yesterday, when I got cut off, I was going to give you the props for walking the walk, you know, having your own chickens and all that. And this is the thing about InfoWars. You guys do walk the walk. And I'm going to bring up something here. Project Veritas is great work that you guys have all witnessed would not have been possible had back when all this lawfare against them started had not Alex Jones given them $10,000 to get them up and going. So when people are hating on InfoWars, you know, uh, Alex Jones and you guys put your money where your mouth is. And that's kind of uh, one of the things you got to look at with that agitprop you were just covering in all those documents. Those folks are getting paid out for what they believe in versus paying to do good. 
You know, what they believe in is causing trouble and, you know, causing the organic uh, violence or confrontations, however you phrase that. Mm. Uh, They're looking to pick fights. You guys are looking to expose these people before those fights, those riots, et cetera, can happen. And so for those of you who are listening, you know, go into InfoWarsStore.com or, you know, uh, put in a donation in, buying a coin, whatever. You're helping InfoWars actually get the effort and get the uh, work done because, again, back when they started going after O'Keefe in the courts without that $10,000 and help from Alex, I don't think uh, James O'Keefe would have been able to get that far. And that's something I distinctly remember is when some of these conservatives are being targeted, Alex is one of the first on the front line to say, hey, here's some money from our coffers. It's not much, but let's use it to get you, get you going. 100%. So and, and Sean, that's not, and that's not the only time that he's uh, done that. You know, there's a lot of stuff. And he's, he's mentioned it every once uh-huh. in a while. But, I mean, there, you know, especially like after 2016 when InfoWars was really killing it and like we're still online and just like making tons of money, Alex was just, you know, he was helping a lot of these organizations that are still going on and are still operating, you know, in the same way that Project Veritas is, like, funding them money and really creating this this ecosphere. So we've had more influence than you could possibly imagine. But I, I really appreciate it, Sean, and I, I, I can't help but agree with you. Thank you so much for the call, sir. More of your phone calls on the other side, folks. Don't go anywhere. It's the American Journal on InfoWars.com. InfoWarsStore.com is how you and you alone support us. InfoWars has made history. You have made history by supporting InfoWars. The globalists are being defeated on every front. And now is the time to not just sit on our laurels because we're winning battles. Let's win the war, the information war. There's nothing you can do more important than keeping InfoWars on air in the fight for liberty. I don't think anybody denies that fact. And I thank you for your past support. But I'm encouraging you now to get one of the very last coins in a four-coin series, the Teddy Roosevelt Man in the Arena coin, exclusively at 1776coin.com. And you can get $30 off this historic pure silver coin with promo code 1776 at 1776coin.com. No more of these will be made. If you want the coin, it's exclusively available right now for a limited time at 1776coin.com. $30 off when you use promo code 1776. Thank you for your support. Infowars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're tuned in to the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Okay, welcome back. We're going to go out to your phone calls here, but just quickly, the reason I was bringing up fact checks in the first place and went off the, you know, went down the trail of talking about friends of democracy again, because they're, basically I'm confused. I'm, I'm very confused. My like reality is is bifurcating and separating and and becoming unstable, and I don't know what's real and what's not anymore <laughs> in cer- about certain things. So let me find the uh, there's a Reuters fact check about this article. That it was a fake uh, headline about you know blaming anti-vaxxers for the the vaccine problem, and uh, I've lost the page now. But Reuters had a Article here it is. Uh, fact check, fake headline from the conversation asks why the unvaccinated didn't warn the unvaccinated. A screenshot purporting to show a future headline for an article published by the conversation asks, quote, why the unvaccinated did not do more to warn people who were inoculated with the COVID-19 vaccine. But it is fabricated. They say it's, it was not on the conversation. It was not on the conversation. 
uh, here's like a picture of the the fake headline, right? Uh, they say it's a fake headline. It's not real. No such article has been produced. Uh, the conversation came out and said we never uh, published this. Uh, but then what is this? Th- then what's this I have on my desk? What is this? This is the article. So is this real? Am I imagining this? Can everybody else see this crew? Am I looking at a document right now? Well, okay, Reese says it's a satire article. Here's the problem. Uh, I don't think it is. I mean the the publication that it was published in is not a satire publication. Where would be the evidence it was satire? I mean one of the reasons I think it might be satire is these people are kind of so stupid. So it's from a website called IQFY or IQFY.com. And like it's kind of funny because they say, sorry, commenting has been disabled. While 85% of you are wonderful people – the other 25% of recent commenters have tended to be the results of targeted troll storms. So they can't add up to 100. But again, I don't know if this is a joke or not. Uh, maybe, it is, you know, maybe it is a joke. Maybe it is sarcastic. Uh, but I don't see any evidence of that. So I don't know. It's not a you – know, this isn't a Babylon Bee article. I mean is this stuff supposed to be funny? Like I, I, don't, I don't get it. Like this is the, this is the thing. Is this real or not? I don't even know. It sounds ridiculous, but so does everything else in the mainstream media. They knew. Why didn't the unvaccinated do more to warn us? The unvaccinated knew what we didn't. Some of them said too little. Most said nothing at all. A lot of blood is now on their hands. I mean, if it's satire, it's not. It's not like it's not funny though. So Reese, you think this is satire? Or he's he's running to the he's running to the mic. It says as yeah. the. So, I mean, if you explore the rest of that site, it, all of the articles they have seem like generic content mill stuff, like right. just the most boring milk toast stuff you can find on the Internet. It just the whole site, if you explore it, just seems really suspect. Like, I don't you can't really discern any like personality from any of the writers. It seems just like this weird Chinese content farm of some sort. Like it's A weird site. Right. And that's and that's what's so weird about it, right? Like nine reasons wine is better than a boyfriend. It's like I I wouldn't blink if I saw that headline on BuzzFeed. Uh, like the articles are bad, and they do kind of seem like they're written by AI. So maybe it's an AI thing. Is cuddling a form of cheating? Thirty five ways to be healthier this year. Like this isn't this is no overt sarcasm, right? It's not overt uh, parody of anything. It's like, I don't get it. This is how much water to drink to boost metabolism. Is that a joke? I, it's not funny. So, like, what? It's so weird. It is, it's, it is just a very weird site. So maybe there is something I'm missing about this. Fake woke website dupes conservatives desperate to prove the uh. left has lost it. Well, like, it's not, th- These aren't outrageous. It's just – these are just normal <clears throat> things. Cruel and unusual. History's most disturbing medical treatments. Mercury, yeah, they use, yeah, it looks like the tapeworm diet. Like, these are real, like, this is a real article. There's nothing funny about this. There's... Right. From, uh, from IQFi or whatever. But that's the thing, it's not, I don't believe that. It's not, a, I don't think it's a parody. I really don't, I don't get it. And if it is, it's like, the joke's on you because, 
this just looks like BuzzFeed. It's it's really not. It's uh, it's weird, man. The the line between parody and um and reality is is becoming very blurred. But again, the the f- fact check says that the article doesn't exist. They say altered an article penned by an academic at the University of Portsmouth on a on potential discrimination faced by unvaccinated people was altered to cl- include a fake headline text okay. and date. So they claim this that, that this doesn't exist, but the article is right here. <laughs> what? What's happening? We don't know. Honestly, I, I really can't wrap wrap my mind around it. I think just I, – I don't know. I don't know what to say. We'll go out to your phone calls. Uh, Joe in the USA, I uh, want to talk about uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, not just the statue but the, the, the lady herself. Hey. Go ahead, Joe. Hey, give a shout out to Texas, man, first. Go Texas. But, um, yeah, I heard uh, somebody say on air one time that uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, she could have resigned during Obama's uh, presidency, and they would have been guaranteed to have control of her seat, but she didn't. And she was a pretty smart woman. I think when she first got into being a staunch, uh, I guess, person for, for liberals, you know, things were a lot different, but she was definitely ill and at the end of her life, and she could see how out of control liberals had become and how out of control that they are. And if you ask me, I think she held on to that seat on purpose to at least put it up for grabs to the Republican Party or Donald Trump. And guess what? That's exactly what happened. She was a very intelligent woman. She knew she was dying. She knew she was. Well, here's the. Coddled her yeah, here... to the point to where they just like they just allowed her to just basically stay in there for her whole life. Yeah. I, I mean, here's the issue, though. She she didn't she never resigned. She died. Right. So, you know, if that right, was right, if that was right. the case, she then did. she could have yeah, resigned under Donald Trump. No, I think. I think that's an interesting um, interpretation. I, I think you're being a little bit too generous to her. I, I think she was completely in favor of everything that's that's being done now. And I think really, yeah. I mean, she never well, came out and was like, I mean, "Stop worshiping I mean, the me." Thing, they were doing it while she well, was still they, alive. Well, that well, that that's what it was. They totally worshipped her. But trust me, she had to know that if she died during Obama's presidency, that her seat would have been up for grabs. For the Republicans and Trump, and the fact of the matter is, Look, she I, made sure she no, stayed I get, there. I get, no, I get what you're saying. End. I get what you're saying, but but think about it this way, Joe: isn't the decision that Ruth Bader Ginsburg made the exact same decision that the intelligence agencies made, that the uh, FBI made, that all these people made, trusting and really truly believing that Hillary Clinton was going to be the winner? Like, don't you think that? She really thought Hillary Clinton was going to win because you're looking at this from now going back in the past, knowing that Trump won. They all thought Hillary was going to win. So her withholding her seat while Obama was in office to get a couple more years out, she did that under the understanding or belief that Hillary Clinton would be in office and it would be her that got to appoint the uh, new Supreme Court. So in the same way that like you look at the FBI's actions and they were just flagrant and just completely violating the law and totally, you know, not covering their tracks because they thought Hillary Clinton was going to be in office and she was going to help them cover it up. And that's how they all got got caught with it. So I think Ruth Bader Ginsburg was the same where she wasn't withholding, you know, her seat so Trump could get it. She was withholding her seat so 
Hillary Clinton would get it, and that just didn't work out. And so she tried to hang on for as long as possible, ended up not making it the four years, and so it went to, it, uh, you know, was assigned by Trump. So uh, it was just, a, I think it was another uh, hubristic mistake by the part of the old guard in believing that they would have Hillary Clinton in office to carry out all of their despicable plans, and the election of Trump upended all of that, including the uh, Supreme Court. So we'll be back. Nothing but your phone calls when we get back, I promise. Straight out to your phone calls. The whole time. I have been in a 28-year marathon battle with a globalist. I have come from nowhere to the very heights of politics, not just in America, but in the world. We are engaging the globalist at point blank range in the information war. But I don't deserve the credit. Yes, I've persevered, but the listeners and viewers who support InfoWars are the real reason we've had the success. We're having now the greatest victories in the fight against the new world order we've ever had. We are now entering the final mile of the marathon. And that's why today it's more important than ever to realize how important you've been in this fight and to continue in the efforts you've been carrying out and to intensify them. God bless you all. I salute you. I thank you. And I beg you to intensify what you're doing now because we are over the target and history is happening. The fight is my fight. It's your fight. It's our fight. God bless you all. In early 2022, InfoWars launched a very important fundraiser that kept us on air. Your support of that fundraiser is the reason we are still here today fighting the globalist and having incredibly successful results. So I thank you for your past support. Now, that was a three-coin series, the founding member coin. The final coin that we're putting out for a long time is the Teddy Roosevelt Man in the Arena coin, exclusively available at 1776coin.com. There are only a few thousand of the coins left. And yes, there's a markup on the coins because that's why it's a fundraiser. And the coin is a collector's item memento of your support during the Second American Revolution. So if you want to get one of these coins, they're going fast, and you can get $30 off on the coin with promo code 1776 at 1776coin.com. Thanks for keeping us on the air. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back, folks. Uh, let's go directly out to your phone calls once again. Just some names I don't recognize. I'm going to go to Mike in Delaware. I'm kind of I'm confused by um, your question, Mike. Mike's called in asking for evidence that Ashley Babbitt was shot. Uh, thanks for calling in, Mike. What's your question? Yes, amen, amen. Thank you, uh, Harrison, uh, for taking my, my call. Um, I was interested in what evidence do you have to believe that Ashley Babbitt was shot and that Taylor Hansen is telling you the truth? Do you have videos? Is there an open casket? Exactly what makes you think she was shot? Um, this is a very odd question. I feel like I'm being tricked here. I guess the evidence would be uh, the video of the event from multiple angles. I guess it would be that, yeah, I personally know Taylor Hansen, who was there, and also Sam Montoya, who was there in the room, who saw it happen. And also the first time I saw it was her um, body having been stripped to the waist and bloody being hauled out of 
Congress on live or all that of the, the Capitol on live TV and also her parents being activists that are still involved in the January 6th uh, prisoner freedom movement. I mean, is there is, <laughs> is there something I'm missing here? The fact that like the the media uh, acknowledges that this happened, that even the mainstream media who and and the establishment that's just looks very bad for don't you know can't deny it because it clearly did happen i mean what what am what am i missing here what what more proof would you want to have mike well can you specifically tell me in the videos what makes you think she was shot uh, i guess that when it's um when she gets shot i guess is the time in the video i guess it's when the when the trigger gets pulled the gun goes off the bullet flies she falls back and there's a bullet hole in her chest i think it's it's that part of the video Okay. Can you post the link where you see a bullet hole in her chest? We're we're watching it right now. I, I don't. Well, I'm asking you to post the, the link because a bullet hole in her chest is exactly what you said happened. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah, in her neck. Yeah. Okay. I, in her neck? Is it her chest or is it her neck? Or is it her stomach? Yeah, it's because like. Because uh... Taylor Hansen said it was in her stomach. And he was right there, apparently. And you're saying the chest. All right. You yeah, you know, I, I really don't even like watching this footage very much. So um, we're going to go ahead and move on and not even entertain what you're saying. Thanks for the call, I guess. But uh, what? <laughs> I mean, it's yeah. There's a there's a line, you know. At a certain point, you got to believe what you see with your own eyes. OK, there's there's such a thing as. Going too far off the deep end, folks, and uh, it's not helpful for anybody. I'm not even not even picking on you, Mike, but we see this a lot in uh, a lot of people, even people that like generally know what's going on. Like some people that that like have big followings. It's like to them, like literally everyone is compromised. Literally every single person is, you know, working on behalf of some shadowy group. It's like at a certain point, you. You can't distrust literally every single thing all of the time, okay? Just some things are real. <laughs> Infowars is controlled opposition. <laughs> the crew is writing me notes. Are we? Are we controlled opposition? This is, this is new to me. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, people say like – yeah, people say stuff all the time about me or Alex or whatever. And it's just like, okay, how much more do we have to go through for you to know we're the real deal? How much does Donald Trump have to go through? Uh, honestly, just at a certain point, please, please, for the love of God, you cannot be that dis, you know, not literally everything is fake. Please, folks. Uh, let's go out to another phone call here. Um, Scott in California, you say we're living in a dystopian movie. Am, yeah. I, am I the star, uh, Scott? <laughs> am, I, am I starring in this? Well, just that previous call, I mean, it came from Delaware, so maybe he was calling from the Biden compound. Could be. I don't think Delaware exists. So I, I where's, that's why I should have asked him. He should have pr- had to provide me proof that Delaware was a place. Well, I've worked in Delaware for a year, so I, it yeah, right. Like All right, Scott. So you're in on the ske- okay. on the on the scheme too, huh? Trying to spread right. the the lie of Delaware existing. We're on to you. <laughs> I'm anyway, sorry. I'm I, sorry, Scott. Go but, ahead. Go ahead, please. That's that's, that's fine. Um, you know, it's like you said, we're, we're, we're watching this dystopian movie, and, you know, if, if the people that are buying into the propaganda 
were watching this on screen, knowing it was a dystopian movie, they would say they would be saying, "How can these people be falling for this?" Yep. And yet, you know, I, I've, I'm active on Twitter, and I see at least half of the people are falling for everything. Yeah, I mean that. That's one of the things I talk. I mean. That's why I, I talk about like Harry Potter and stuff all the time because it's like the things that are happening in the real world today, the basically exact same thing happens in all these movies that that the left loves, and it's like they exactly. can't they can't see it for themselves. They can't exactly. realize that they're involved in it, even though they take these fantasy things more seriously than anybody else does. It's I don't know. You got any any explanation for me, Scott, or you're just noticing the same phenomenon well, I am and just scratching your head like me. To me, the, the greater principle at work here is that destruction, whether it's legislative, uh, bureaucratic, or taken to the street level, is easy. You know, you can take a neighborhood that took decades to build, and, and it's a community, and people have businesses, and it can all be destroyed in one day. And you're, yep, you're exactly right. You're exactly right. The organization right. we're talking about, about the Freddie Gray, um, I mean, you know, on one level, it, it almost sounds impressive. But when you boil it down, it's very again destruction is very easy. Um, yeah. And even though I live in California, I come from Baltimore. And um, one thing I noted uh, uh, with the George Floyd protests, I waited for something to break out in Baltimore, and nothing did. Ooh, interesting. And to me, that says that Baltimore was not targeted. Right. They'd already they already had their thing in, in with Freddie Gray, and the so Baltimore was not targeted for this latest. They got what they right. wanted out of Baltimore, right? They probably had already largely defunded the police and, and uh, collapsed that city, so it was not worth the uh, expense. Uh, very interesting stuff, Scott. I do want to uh, – Isaac in Florida has also called in about the Baltimore riot, so I want to go to him. Thank you so much for the uh, call, Scott. Isaac in Florida, uh, what are your comments on the, the Baltimore riots? Hey, guys. First, I want to joke about Mike back there. That guy could have seen Ashley Babbitt's dead body and still said, this is Goyop. My favorite is Bill Hicks is actually Alex Jones. But uh, the thing about these riots, they don't want to stop them. Uh, a high IQ is really isolating. But when you have large numbers of double-digit IQ people, they turn into a mob fast, and they're very easily controlled. When it was military police in the Corps, I found out the better I used my voice, the less I had to use my hands. Interesting. What do you mean by that? Uh, if I could direct somebody with my mouth, the words coming out of it, and the cadence, the speech pattern. that you have, you yeah. Large groups of people just by talking to mm. them like they're human. These cops don't think they're humans either. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that that's uh, that is very interesting. And of course, that's the way the new world order operates. I mean, that's what you know, the idea of America is sort of you know, obviously it came from from Rome and and the whole idea of Rome was that the entire system was was uh, designed to exploit and maximize ambition and personal glory, right? So you you were supposed to just be honest and upfront because it was you know I'm the one that's doing this, I'm the one in charge, I'm going to get all the glory when this succeeds, or I'm going to I'm the one that pays for price when it when it all collapses. And so America was sort of designed in that way as well. But now we have this shadowy force of people that they don't want accolades, they don't want 
you know, to be celebrated. They don't want anybody to know they're pulling the strings. They actually find it more fulfilling to know I'm the one that did this, even though nobody knows my name, right? I'm the one that orchestrated this and they'll never, they'll never know it was me, but I'm really the one that did it. And me and my group know that we're the ones that really carried this out. So we'll operate from the shadow. So, you know, we have this public facing, uh, actually responsible to, and you have to listen to the public because you're out they're making decisions. You have to explain them or, you know, you're going to get ousted if, if your ideas aren't good enough. And that's incompatible with a shadow group of operators behind the scenes manipulating things, uh, not needing or wanting the, you know, accolades or, you know, uh, um, hatred if they if they fail. So, yeah, it's. I think you're right. And, and you know, this uh, Baltimore riot just points to the way really everything works in the United States. And that's largely why our government is uh, so utterly corrupt because the people that we think are the government are literally nothing more than front men for the people actually pulling the strings behind the, uh, behind the scenes. And just like the, you know, little, little black kids that's throwing a rock at a cop, he doesn't know he's working for George Soros. I don't, I think a lot of the Congress people don't know that they're working for George Soros. They're just the foot soldiers of the real power behind the scenes. It's called conspiracy. There is a war on for your mind. Your mind is a battlefield. This is an information war. InfoWars popularized those terms more than two decades ago. And today, whether it's Donald Trump or Governor DeSantis or Dr. Robert Malone, they're all using the terms that InfoWars has popularized because we understand the enemy's operations and we know how to beat them. But we can't do it without funding. And we make it easy to fund with great products that empower you and your immune system and your family as well. You can also make straight donations at InfoWarsStore.com, clicking on the big red banner, a one-time or recurring. But I'm asking you to take action. We're nonviolent. But every time you donate money, every time you buy products, every time you keep us on air, you are literally nonviolently, politically, punching the new world order in the nose, punching their lies in the nose. We are going to defeat the new world order. We're going over the top. But right now is a critical juncture. So please go to InfoWarsStore.com and donate now. Donate now. Donate now.